0: Thank you for joining us for Dwelling Place Lithia podcast. We hope this message will help you find your identity in Christ and create growth in your life. We hope you enjoy this message. If you have your Bibles, you, you can turn to Matthew chapter 8. This week has been one of those weeks that you open up some things you 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 see some things that you want, don't really want to see in this world today and that's why in my prayer this morning why our earth is groaning our earth is 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 groaning for God right now is because the corruption that's going on what's happening right now it broke my heart i listened I, I was in a uh, residence room that I was working in this week, and I'm, I'm working on it, and they said something that just stopped me in my tracks. And I said, God, how could we let our world do this? What's going on? I know my wife's not going to be happy when I mention this because it's the news But it broke my heart. In California right now. And this is not a political stance. This is why I say we need to be praying for our cities, the United States, the world, right now. Because people don't understand what this means. But they passed a bill in in their legislation over there and it has one more thing to pass and to abort a baby it's not the abortion part it's the part that it's murder and when I say that it's this they said you can have the baby and if you want to neglect it for the next 7 days because you all of a sudden you f- decide you don't want it it's considered an abortion. It's a baby. It's alive. And all of a sudden they're saying we can abort it at 7 days old out of the womb. And I'm wondering What is God thinking right now? Are we going haywire? Is something wrong with the situations in our brains, in our heart, and everything else? And so I started praying, God, show me something in your word. So in Matthew chapter 8, this is the NASB version. Verse 1, it says, when Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him, and a leper came to him and bowed down before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. I'm going to stop there. We're, we're going to go to Matthew or Mark chapter 1, verse 40. It's a different, but it's the same, same story. I just want you to see something. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion. Say compassion. Okay. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, "I am willing be cleansed." Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he sternly war- and he sternly warned him and immediately sent him away and he said to him, "See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city but stayed out in unpopulated areas. And they were coming to him from everywhere. Now, one more scripture. Luke chapter 17. Verse 11, I'm going to read it out of the King James Version. Luke 17, verse 11. And, it's, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priest and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed and one of them when he saw that he was healed turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his feet at his his face at his feet giving him thanks and he was a Samaritan and Jesus answered said Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. I got a few young men that I want to do something. This is what the lepers had to do when they were living in the time in Jerusalem. They had to say this. Say it. They had to get louder. They were walking everywhere and they were saying... The reason why they had to do that is because they had to tell the people that they were unclean, that they had leprosy, that they were diseased. They were not allowed to be touched. They were not allowed to be talked to. They were not allowed to be anything to the people at that time. The only ones were the ten that were together. They were allowed to talk to one another because they had the same thing. They had the leprosy. So... They were missing a finger. They were missing a nose. They were missing an ear. Something was going on. But all of a sudden, the moment that they saw Jesus coming by, they stopped saying, unclean, and they said, Jesus, have mercy on us. I read that they, they said it a few times. There was a few times that they had to say, Jesus, have mercy on us. And the disciples were like, shh, be quiet. Shh, don't talk to him. They were not getting deterred. They weren't going to get to a place they needed something to happen in their lives. So they quit saying unclean at that moment and they say, Jesus! Jesus! Have mercy! Have mercy! I don't know about you right now. But what I'm seeing in America, what I'm seeing what's going on today, I want to say start saying, Jesus, have mercy. Because what the Pharisees and Sadducees did to the lepers, they kicked them out of the out of the church, out of the synagogue, out of everything. They weren't allowed to To worship. They weren't allowed to do anything. And it's breaking my heart because it's right now the opposite. We're allowed to come into the house of God, we're allowed to worship God, we're freely able to come here in America. There are other places that are not free to do what we can do at this moment in time. But my thing is this. Are we calling out to God for our country? Are we calling out to God for our world? Because it's groaning right now. It's hurting right now. And we seem like we've sat in the back pew a long time. And we're not doing anything. And now it's time to say, hey God, have mercy. This world needs you. We took a sidestep. It was 1964 when they allowed prayer to go out of school. The church didn't get up to say nothing. Whoops. In the 1970s, they said, you're not allowed to start re- you're not allowed to read the Bible in your school. Whoops, the church missed it again. Now, we've got all this thing that's happening in this world, in, in America today. They're standing up and they're saying, hey, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. What? What? I'm praying for you, and I'm going to tell you what Jesus tells me: what you are. We've got people that are hopeless right now because they're on drugs. They're they're homeless, and they don't feel that they have any respect in this life anymore. Hello, church, open the door. Wake up! People are hurting so much today right now. And they're needing something. And we need to be standing up and going, Jesus, have mercy. Jesus, have mercy. Because what did Jesus do? He turned around. Instead of being like the one leper who came to Jesus, that one leper came and he brought, he he made Jesus come with compassion All of a sudden, and he said, hey, I'm willing to heal you. He said, I'm willing. If you're willing, this can go off of me. I'm willing. And he touches. He touches the leper. Wait a minute. You're not supposed to do that. That's not. No. But when the 10 came up, they're shouting, Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, have mercy on us. And he looks at them. And he says, go, go show yourself approved. Wait a minute. You're not going to touch me? I need the man of God to touch me. No, you don't. He just needs to speak it into you. But that last leopard, you you touched him. Yeah, but I'm not doing it that way. I'm doing it this way. A lot of churches get in their routine of who they are and what they are because they want to be known I don't care to be known. I'll stand in the back and say, God, whatever you want to do, do it to the community. Do it to Tampa. Do it to the world. But it's amazing to see something. While they were walking, Number one, they didn't have to say unclean again. They didn't have to. Because while they were walking, something was happening. And he said they were healed. There was one out of the ten that noticed something. And he said, hey, hey guys, you notice something? No. Because they kept on walking. But this one, he runs back. He gets on his face. He gets on his knees. And he starts worshiping Jesus. And he's saying, Jesus, thank you. And Jesus said, weren't there nine others? Where's the other nine? But I thought it was ironic. Because what it says right here... In verse 14 of Matthew, or Luke 17, 11, or 14. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. They were cleansed. That's what it says, cleansed. But the next verse says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. All Jesus had to do was speak into their lives for them to be cleansed, for them to be healed. But did it give them faith enough to come back? The one that came back. The last verse said, your faith made you whole. I always wondered about that verse. i like, wait a minute. It made you whole. They were healed, but it made you whole. What was missing? They were healed by the skin disease but what if they still had a missing finger a missing ear a missing toe a missing body part but this one because he came back because he came and worshiped because he said you are my king look what you did for this i don't i'm not worthy And Jesus looks at him and says, Your faith made you whole. What if he left and then all of a sudden, this is me thinking, not the scriptures, not anything else. This is me thinking. This is Sean thinking. What if he was made whole? That his finger was back, his ear was back, his nose was back, whatever body part was missing, he was whole again, complete. Because when I read and see what whole means, it means complete. That's the definition. You're complete. The others were cleansed, they were healed. How many of you you ever prayed for healing? Have you seen it? Did it take a long time? Or did it happen instantly? It doesn't always happen instantly. It doesn't always happen a few days later. Sometimes it takes a little while. Sometimes you have to pray over and over and over again. Sometimes you have to go, okay, God, I thought you were an instant God all of a sudden. We think he's instant because we live in the instant society today. We can go to Taco Bell. We can go to McDonald's. We can go and 15 minutes, 20 minutes, we can get food delivered to us. And we put that in in a perspective with God. God, this is what I need. Do it. Sometimes we do that demand. But sometimes God is on his timing when you need it the most. When you're maybe at that place that you're about to give up and all of a sudden God says, here it is. I'm giving it to you now. Because this is going to give you hope. This is going to give you faith. This is going to give you that place where you're going to run to me and you're going to worship me and you're going to fall on your face and you're going to find me and it's going to be a true place. My dad can tell you, I was about two and a half, three years old. My eyes crossed. So I see double vision when I get tired and things like that. And when I was a little kid, I'd constantly go to the front of the altar and pray. Get the pastor to pray. Pray for my eyes. I want them healed. Pray for my eyes. I want them healed. Pray for my eyes. I want them healed. Well, I never got that healing. Got to wear glasses still. Been wearing them since I was two and a half. But it didn't deter me to say, God's not real. Sometimes you got to pray more. Sometimes you got to have faith more. Our world is hurting right now. There's sin beyond sin, beyond sin that's happening right now. And people are okay with it. And it seems like we've turned our back. I think we need to turn back around and we need to start praying. Because this world needs to be healed today. And it won't be today, I know. But it's going to take us as a church, as a body, to stand up and say, I'm going to pray. We all know somebody that's going through something. And all we have to do is be his arms, his feet and open up and say, can I talk or do you need to talk? I'm here to listen because I want to pray and I want to hug you and love you. We hope you enjoyed this message. If so, please share it. If you'd like to partner with us, you can do so at dwellingplacelithia.org forward slash donate. We'll see you next week and may God bless you and your family.